On this episode of the Serial Progress Seeker podcast, I got to sit down with Ben and talk about something he's incredibly passionate about, and that's building lists. Check this one out as we discuss the reason we keep hearing all these nerds say all the time that the money is in the list. Let's dive in. Let's do it. Hey, what's going on, buddy? How goes it, man? You doing okay? I'm good. How about you? Awesome. I'm doing doing well, man. And I'm I'm excited to talk today, especially because I know that this is a. I mean, I could literally, man, I could tee you up right now, and I bet you could talk about this subject for hours and hours on end because I know this is something you're very, very passionate about. You and I are both very passionate about because we spend a lot of time talking about a very specific quote. And uh, we've we've identified ourselves just in general. I mean, I guess I, I'd, I'd be remiss to say that uh, we would we're, we're pretty well known as nerds. That's kind of what we do. We, we're, That's us. We're, we're we self identify very well that way. But uh, and, and the reason the reason we do is because we focus on some very specific things. And I know that one thing that you, one space that you focus on literally every single day of your existence is building list. Tell me what it means to you right out of the gate. You say it all the time, and I want to know what you mean when you tell me that there is money in the list. Yeah, you know, I, I, the number one thing that everybody focuses on when they first start a business is how do we get customers to come through the door the first time? And that you have to. Like, that is the, if you can't get them to come through the door the first time, if you don't have things going on to get them through the first time, you're done. And that's that's it. The problem starts to arise in a business, though, is when you are in that cycle forever. And that is, that's a scary, scary thing. And so one of the big things that, you know, I have been on for years and years and years now that, you know, was absolutely life-changing for me uh, back when I had a brick-and-mortar business to, you know, having a digital business today is how do you get people to come back and somewhat control that? That's it. I mean, like that the whole time how do you how do you become your own megaphone because i i think in the beginning what we all do is we sort of borrow other people's megaphones you know whether you're doing like radio advertising or you're doing tv or you're doing something on the internet you know where there's already a market there's already your people that right. could be facebook that could be instagram you're borrowing someone else's megaphone and you know that's that's the thing when people tell me oh i've got a huge instagram and that's how i bring things in i'm like do you have do you have or do you have something on someone else's platform and that's where things can get really interesting is like if you have a list um it's yours you control it you can get in touch with people that could be you know as simple as a mailing list like a physical you can send somebody something in the mail that could be email addresses that could be you know my favorites which is sms hmm. um do you have a way to reach the people that want to hear from you? And so, you know, when it all kind of comes down to it, the thing that really separates businesses that are doing decently well, um, because they have, a, you know, a decent business has a good product and they have a decent way to bring people in the first time. A really good business has a list that on demand, they can bring people back and they can let people know, hey, we got something cool. Come check it out. And they control that. Literally, there are no slow days because they have this tool at their disposal. And, you know, <laughs> people are like, okay, well, how how often do you use your lists, Atkins? 
And <laughs> the answer is, is for the past 10 years, I have probably sent out at least one email a day on average. Now that's not, um, that's not actually, it was an email every day, but on average I'm sending out an email a day. Um, some of them, it was me writing it the first time and clicking send. Some of them were like, Hey, I wrote this email two years ago and it works again because we're running this promo again. But the idea is for the last 10 years, you know, I'm just sending out things to the customers that we already had. And there are times when we're running no ads. You know, I, I would never tell anybody to not advertise to do those things. That's always a good thing. But there are times when literally we've shut our ads off and income still pours in because we have our list that we can leverage. And so, you know, just to get into the conversation, that's it. The money is in the list because, you know, we'll get into specifics of how you build your list because that's a whole conversation too. But I think the real key here is, is with building a list, it's making sure that you give people that want to hear from you again, an opportunity to do it by being on a list. And when you have that at your disposal, that it literally at any point you can reach out to your customers and be like, Hey, come back. Everything changes. Yeah. I, I think you, 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 you started so many thoughts in my head that we're going to get into uh, today because there's several things I want to ask you about, but I'd like to start from just the very beginning. Why don't you tell me, cause I, I'd love to know this about, I don't know this about you personally, but wh- at what point in your career, Specifically, do you remember first hearing someone say how important list building was, and 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 where did where do you remember first latching on to that idea? Um, I was in a chiropractic office, uh, and I was an associate at the time, and I was working for this really good chiropractor. Um, you know, we didn't agree business practice wise all the time, but he was very very intelligent. And he knew how to run a chiropractic office, and he was a very good chiropractor. Um, you know, respect, mad respect for this guy, for his abilities. And I remember he was like, "Ah, our numbers seem to be kind of down right now. And he knows, he knows he's a good doctor. He knows he's doing a good job. He's like, we need to, we need to make sure that we're, you know, we need to pump up the revenue. Yeah. You know, that's running a business. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, well, how do you do that? I was very curious at this point because I had no clue. I was completely green. And he's like, well, uh, let me show you. And he pulled out a flyer out of a folder and he said, we're going to send this to people in the mail. And it was mm-hmm. a special, um, haven't been in a while kind of thing. The, this is a special for those that haven't been in a while. And he's like, we're going to pull this list of addresses, uh, out of our system. So he has, you know, he has this little system that he would run at the front and, um, he, anybody that hadn't been in the office in six months, he was going to pull their mailing address, literally their mailing address, and he was going to mail this. And I was like, okay, well, let's see how this works. He was very confident. <laughs> he, hey, there was no, in his mind, there was no way this doesn't work. And I, But for me, I was like, really? <laughs> so anyways, we send this in the mail. And um, I remember getting it out, helping get it out. And literally two days later, the phone just ringing, 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 ringing. <laughs> and these are people that, these are people, these aren't the ones that were in right then. Yeah. You know, the, the active, these are people that just hadn't been in six months. And the phone just starts ringing. And I just remember just being overrun with work the next few days. And and what was really interesting about it, yes, they came in for that special. But they kept coming back because a lot of them that came in needed more. And so he gave them what he promised them. They got what they wanted with the deal. But then some of them, you know, they had things that they needed to be there a little bit more. And they came back until they got those things solved. And that was the first time that I was just like, and obviously this stuff had been around 
in my life before then, but that was the first moment where I was really just aware of, oh, this is, <laughs> and this, and this literally took two, three days, you know, from start to finish. It's not like what we have now where I send a text message out and I can reach you right now. Like right. literally from my phone, I could send a text and reach, you know, a hundred people, a thousand people, literally without even logging into a computer the way we have things set up. But that that's what kind of hit me in a very interesting way. I was just like, wow, man, like we're really busy right now. We weren't busy three days ago. And you sent something in the mail to a targeted group of people. And now we're now like I'm exhausted at night because we're working so much. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's powerful. And I just remember thinking that is a huge lesson that like I will never forget from this man. And I mean, man, this is probably 2008 that I'm <laughs> learning this lesson and we're talking about it in, you know, 2022. Yep. And I, I, I knew from that day forward that like, all right, that's cool. Now here's what's funny at the time. I mean, email existed, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Email SMS was a thing too. And you know, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't put that puzzle together for years. Um, but that was the first time that it really hit me. What it, power is in that list. Well, all of our all of our friends in the direct mail world right now are going. Thank you so much, yeah. right? And and, <laughs> and and you know, and and I'm, I'm the same way. You know, my past. I come from the casino world. I, I spent a lot of time in the casino world, and that's how that's how we built things in the casino world, man. We sent out offers, whether it was a postcard or it was a a, a monthly mailer, whatever it was. But direct mail is what is what drove for us, and, and it's just so funny because I know now we're in a whole lot of different areas. We're building less across a wide variety, and that was kind of where I was going next. So it's a natural segue. Way. But I'd love to know, you know, you it, it kind of sounds like because one of my questions was going to be I was going to ask you where was the first place you kind of saw your focus being laid uh, from a list building standpoint. And it sounds like it might have been the direct mail route. But I, I mean, now we've we've gone so many different directions. We're doing email, we're doing SMS marketing, uh, and and it's all the same premise across the board. So talk talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing. So I had that experience in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. And uh, a few years later, like, you know, I started teaching some of the stuff that we were doing that was working in my office that helped it grow. You know, that was social media. That was SEO. And, and I realized other people wanted to to learn that. And so I'd, I'd package this stuff up in little PDFs. They were like 10-page PDFs, man. And I just kind of would like step-by-step step what I do. And I remember, uh, and we've talked about this on a past show, um, but I remember putting out, you know, this PDF and like 100, 200 people bought it. And... So I, I I get this PDF out, and <laughs> luckily this platform that I used to sell that you know gave me a buy button so I could actually accept money through PayPal at the time. Right. Luckily, what happened is they made you or they at least asked you to connect a email autoresponder, and I was like, okay, cool. So at the time, I think I was using something called Aweber. It's still out there and it's still a thing. Yeah, um, a, I, I I know them. Yeah. So Aweber was what I was using at the time. It's not what we use today. We use, you know, customer engine today. Um, you know, plug. No, but anyways, <laughs> um, we, you know, so we were using Aweber at the time and I hooked up my Aweber and I woke up the next morning after I launched that thing. And not only did I have money in my PayPal account, a lot of it, um, you know, from some goofy little 10 page PDF that I put together, but I had like 200 people on an email list. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. Didn't do anything with it. I, I, I sat on it because I, I didn't know what I, you know, even with that experience that I'd had before, even knowing at that point, I'd, I'd probably heard that phrase, the money is in the list like a hundred <laughs> times. Yeah. 
didn't do, didn't do anything with it because you know I was like, okay, well, I don't want to annoy these people. I don't want I don't want them to leave my list. You know, <laughs> I just got them on. I want them to leave, so I didn't do anything with it. And then I just remember like one day I was like, you know what, this list is doing me no good just sitting here. Um, I'm putting out products. I'm growing this list. You know, everybody that a new person you know gets on my list, but I'm not doing anything with it. One day I was just like, you know what, I'm gonna send this list to something that is not one of my normal promos and I'm going to send it to something just so I can track exactly what's happening. Clicked the send button, got in the car with the wife, drove to dinner. I remember midway through, once again, midway through dinner, I started, my phone started dinging and I was like, huh, wonder what that is. Cause I, I kind of, you know, I didn't expect much, I guess. And you know, my dinner was paid for by like five times by <laughs> sending that email. And, wow. and I was just like, Oh, you know? And so, that's the thing. It's like probably that was probably 2011, two thousand eleven. Yeah, two thousand eleven when that happened, and that's when it really started sticking with me. That okay, this is an evolution. This is the exact same thing that happened back in the chiropractic office. Um, it, it's just this was much more immediate. Rather than having to wait three days, now I had to wait maybe two two three hours for this to you know come together. From the time I started writing it to money being in my account. And that that's when that's when I really started to understand, oh, this should be the primary thing that you're always trying to do. It's not just I'm building products, I'm building things to make money off the products. Every product that I put out, the sole purpose of this really, when we've got to make money, got to do that. Yeah. But the long-term goal here and what we're really building is we're building a database of people that are into this thing that we're doing. Yep. And so you start thinking about everything that you create a little differently in terms of, okay, am I giving this away for free? Am I charging something for this? How much am I charging for this? Because I can charge 200 for something and, and get people in, but my list is smaller. And so it really starts to dictate you know, your thought process with what you're doing. If your goal, one of your core goals is to put people on a list, if you're thinking, okay, what are we going to do with these folks that are on the list for the next two years? So. Yeah, so maybe we maybe we amend the overall conversation from the money is in the list. It's not just building the list. You got to actually you got to go out there and freaking do something with it, right? Like you got to you got to put it to work for you because a list is sitting there by itself is literally no good. <laughs> it's 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 hiding in there, and that's yeah. the thing. And you know the other thing that I think is really interesting, and this goes back to the chiropractic story that I had earlier. It goes back to this story is a lot of people, you know, I will tell them, you know. Probably of my entire list, two um, percent is what I make my entire living off of. Two percent of the people that are on that list is what I make my living off of. Um, let's say I have a list of thirty thousand people. Okay, you're probably going to make your your living off of um, maybe a hundred, two hundred people. Hmm. And people get real frustrated by that um, because they're like, "Wait, what? You know why? Why?" <laughs> Why do I need to do – this is an average, by the way. I'm not meaning you actually sure. make off this. But the point is, it's like you know, when I first started, the, the story that everybody told was for every person that's on your list, you can expect to make $1 per month. That was, that was the piece of advice that they gave me. Um, we typically make um, – we typically make probably around $5 per month for everybody on our list. Yeah. Um, but so we, we, you know, we have a little bit more and this is because we have a brand, obviously. Sure. So you can make more if you have a brand, but that's what they used to tell us that, you know, all the old market marketing guys and gals, it was like, you'll make a dollar per. And so 
I got really focused on this list building thing. Um, but but it was this. It's it's really taking a look at your list, okay? And, and I've got all these people. And the really fascinating part is you can make a lot of money off a very small percentage. And this is where you get into this thing. And there's an article out there. And for the life of me, I can't remember the name of the guy that wrote it. But we we'll link to this. We will have to link to this in the comments, man. But there's an article out there called 1,000 True Fans. And I, I allude to this every so often, but it, like it really has stuck with me over the years. What you do with your list is very, very simple. You have a lot of people that are at least mildly interested in what you do, and maybe they bought something from you before. But where your career comes from, where the, you know the backpack business comes from, or even if you're in a brick and mortar, where your full business comes from, it's your super fans. It's the people that literally will buy everything that you put out. So, like if you're a if you're in a band, if you are in you know if you have a small business, anything that you're doing, you can make an incredible amount of money doing what you're passionate about. If you've got a thousand people that are what you call true fans, now I don't even think it takes that many to be real honest. I think it takes a lot less than that. But like, think about this: in your world, who in your world right now will buy anything you put out? Okay, now if you're just starting out with something, maybe you're painting, maybe you know you're writing. It's probably your closest friends. Those are your yeah. true fans right now. A lot of people think, well, that doesn't count because they're my closest friend. No, that still counts, right? Totally that counts, still counts. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. That's still money in your bank account. Um, but the idea is, you want to extend that circle past that group of people, and how you do that is every single opportunity that you run into over the years. You want to make sure that you collect those opportunities. That's what a list really is, by the way. Sure. It's every time. Think about this. Every time I hand out a business card, what if I could magically beam a thought into that person's head because they accepted the business card? Hmm. And, and so, like every dinner that I ever went to, every you know mixer, every person that I ran into, what if I had an opportunity every single time that I interacted with somebody to do that? And, and this is what's really funny is like a lot of people ask me like. You, you, what you're doing sounds really interesting. How do I find out more? We'll go to serialprogressseeker.com and I have places on that site where they can sign up to get more. And so every right. conversation actually does become a list building exercise. But that's what we're really, we're, you know, we're really thinking about with this list thing is when you're having any interaction, whether somebody's buying something from you or they want, they want to learn something from you, how is it that they can do this? And by the way, um, I'll give a full strategy as to like, let's say you have a business right now. I'll give you a full strategy before this calls, you know, before we get off the, you know, hanging out, Marshall, we're like, yeah. if you wanted to start and build a list, like what you can do, because everybody listening to this right now could have a list started tonight if uh, they wanted to. And it's, it's very, very simple, but we'll get into that in a second. The, the core of this though, is if you think about everything that you do, yes, products, you know, services that you offer, it is absolutely, you, you're offering these products and services to make money. <laughs> but if you always think about how do I get that person on a list so I can sell them again, that's where things get really good. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you talked you talked a little bit about evolution, and I thought that was a perfect word because, man, I'm sure you can uh, recount several instances in your career where you've really felt that shift. So tell me a little bit about just over your time and your career in, in your businesses that you've worked with where you've seen – real evolution and, and, and what you've done to kind of shift your business and your thinking and your, you know, your products, whatever it is to kind of match that evolution. Yeah. So that, I think that's the, the big part about this, that, that a list is insurance. 
A list yeah. is insurance against changes in the marketplace. There's always going to be competitors pop up. Okay. When I first started, um, you know, I was one of the first people to really talk about Facebook marketing, especially with like pages and things like that. Like I was mm-hmm. literally one of the first people. I remember. And then, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden there's people everywhere. Okay. Well, you know, I'm positioned as being one of the first people. That's great. But I was also bored with talking about it. Like I wanted to talk about other things that I thought were more interesting. And so because I had a list, I wasn't, I wasn't dependent on people coming to my website to learn about that anymore. I could literally shift my market to go with me where I thought the next thing was. And so this is where you use your list to become a thought leader. And I think that that's the big thing. A lot of people say, well, Atkins, what do you write to these people um, that are on your list? And, And a lot of times for me, it's telling people where things are going next. So if you're a chiropractor, you'd be like, well, this is actually the thing that you need to be doing. This is new research that came out as it pertains to losing weight or physical fitness that you need to know about. And from that point, you shift your sort of your list stuff into, okay, here's a product, buy it. You shift into being a thought leader. And a lot of what we do with our list is I'm very big on telling people, number one, what I'm doing in my personal life that week. Um, I, I, you know, for some reason that is a big, big thing, you know, to share those things because people want to know kind of what you're actually like. Uh, but also it is telling people where things are going. And as you see it, and so a lot of, you know, my reading through my nerdiness through the week of what I'm seeing is coming is, and, and what this podcast is actually about, what what is happening new, that's the kind of stuff that I send out and people will come closer to you and want to buy more from you if they believe that you are at the state of the art with this stuff. And so as the market shifted, you know, short answer, long answer to a short question that you asked, <laughs> sort of where things have gone over the years is if I had planted my flag in a couple of key places in the marketplace of like what I do, which is talk about marketing. And I ha- didn't have a list. When that shifted away, I'm done. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm literally done. Like nobody wants to hear from me anymore. But because people were on my list, you know, I was always able to give them the subtleties of how I was shifting to do new things. And they kept following me to the next thing. Well, not everybody did, by the way. But, yeah. you know, I had people that were following me to the next thing and they knew why I was now concerned with this topic. Um, and so as things have changed and I've gotten interested in different things, people have continued to follow me and we have used the list to make sure that we bring the market into the state of the art, um, at least the people that follow us. And a lot of people, that's why they want, they want to be on our list because that is the finger on the pulse that they don't have to work so hard to have. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you talk about state of the art and I think that's the, the perfect uh segue into what I wanted to ask you next, because I know this is a, a space that you're, you're really living in these days. And I'm talking about tools. So I know that you specifically are very focused on a a handful of tools that you're using to actually be really effective in, in building your list and continuing to communicate to that list. So talk to me about tools you're using. Tell me, uh, you know, what, what are you seeing in the, in the marketplace that's working? What are you seeing that's, uh, that's, that's building, uh, you know, your own personal list, but also kind of, you know, what's, what's converting? Well, you know, everybody wants to know what, you know, what, what converts at the end of the day, what's, what's converting for you? Um, so it's, it's, you know, I started out, like I said, I started out with like a Weber, a Weber was a tool that I used to, you know, for straight email starting out. It was very good in the start. Yeah. And I moved on to a tool called get response. It was good for me for a few years. And, uh, in the past little bit, we've been with uh, a service called active campaign and 
every step of the way, there was an evolution. Um, Deliverability is huge. Is the message you send actually getting to where it's supposed to go? And so as we've moved, that's always been a concern. But also automation. Um, Mm. You know, when somebody opts in for something, is there a good set of automations that we can automatically send them things out at a time interval to, you know, do what we need to do? Uh, For those of you that wonder why you might want to do that, well, let's say we're running a promotion for seven days. I don't want to be sitting at my computer for seven days writing the next email to hmm. broadcast out to those folks. Right. I want to, I want to write out the full set of things that needs to go out over those seven days, take that list of people, place them inside of the automation, and then the computer do it. And so, you know, there's plenty of times when I'm sitting by a pool where the business is still churning because of those automated things. Yeah. Um where we're at now in, in sort of the next evolution and, and kind of probably why in the next year I'm going to be completely gone from, you know, active campaign is I really want to be more multi-channel. Um, and so, you know, one of the things, and you know this, you know, we, we use a tool called Customer Engine to do strictly SMS right now that we built from the ground up. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put a lot of work into that. One of the things that we're incorporating into Customer Engine next is email. The reason is, is this. Number one, we know email works. Okay. We know that SMS works, but those systems need to be talking to each other. And what I mean by it is this. If somebody opens up an email um, and and I know that they clicked on a link, maybe that's what I want to send in the text message. Not everybody gets a text message. Everybody gets a email. You know what I mean? And so the idea is I want to be able to see what's happening in a system and then start to hit what we call that multi-channel marketing. Because if I can be in a few different places strategically – that's good. And, and think about this, and, and this is this is where we really want to go with this and why I think that this is the next level of what's going to happen. If I can send out that email, let's say I send an email out to 1,000 people. Okay, I have 1,000 people on my list. And then those 1,000 people, out of those 1,000 people, I have 200 people that opened up that email. Okay, so now we've sort of further filtered people down. People that opened up the email probably opened up the email because, number one, they saw it, but also the subject line appealed to them. Sure. And then out of that, let's say that I have 50 of those people out of the original 1,000, out of the 200 that opened, I have 50 of those people actually click on the link. What I don't want to do is I don't want to mass text 1,000 people um, a message that they're maybe not interested in. What I want to do is I say, okay, the people that were really interested in what I was talking about, I want to wait maybe an hour to two hours after they hit that. And the ones that did not buy the thing that I offered, because we're also connected to shopping carts. Um, one of the core carts that I use is something called Sam Cart. Throwing a plug out to my guys. Uh, the <laughs> Sam Cart boys are amazing. But let's say somebody you know clicked on my link in the email. They went to the Sam Cart page. They looked at it. We'll have a percentage that bought out of those 50. We'll have a percentage that don't. But everybody that clicked on it that did not buy, I want to send a text message to. Be like, hey, Want to make sure that you don't miss out on this. It's It closes you know, at this time. Just giving you a reminder. When we have that level of coordination and automation built into a message and a follow-up, and it's not hard to set up, think about that. If that raises our conversion percentage overall 1% to 2%, that's so insanely significant for our bottom line every single month. Yeah. And so where kind of the evolution of this and where we're going is is – we have to bring in more SMS marketing to what we're already doing with email, but the two have to talk together. Like they have to play together nicely. And that's where things really start to get interesting overall for us is when we can deliver messages, but not be overly annoying. 
That, I, that's the best way I can put it. Like, I'm not yeah. afraid to send out lots of emails. I am afraid to send out a lot of text messages. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want 100 text messages from somebody on my phone. I'm getting off that list. But if somebody raised their hand and said, I was interested enough to open this email. I was interested enough to click on this link and go to the order in the sales page. Then, yeah, I, I, I think it's a perfect time to be like, hey, by the way, <laughs> you know, why didn't you buy yet? Maybe I slipped them a coupon for a couple bucks off on, on one of those promotions. And I, that's why I think the next evolution and really what we're building from scratch, you know, not to throw the plug in there, but like I don't see the companies that we're currently using thinking about this. Hmm. And this is the thing. If you can start doing intelligent things with the list that you've built, that's when, you know, and you can coordinate, that's when things get really interesting. So that that's the evolution for me is not only do we want to have great ways to reach out to the people that, you know, love us and have already bought from us. Sure. We want to have ways that we can intelligently reach out to people based on their behavior without me having to think a lot about it. Hmm. Um, and, and so that's the big thing. And, you know, that sort of takes me into the next part which I know we'll talk about soon, which is what's the difference between a lead list and a customer list? And I, I think that's an important combo. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think you should jump right in because I was also going to ask a little bit, if you touch on a little bit, because I know that we talk a lot about segmentation and targeting and and the way to, you know, once you got this list, you know, sometimes sometimes you got to chop it up because everyone's going to react differently and, and uh, you know, respond differently to different offers or different messages or different communication routes or whatever it may be. So talk about that importance, too. So, yeah, you know, one of the things is, is obviously... Um, if you're like me, you talk about different kinds of topics within a big topic. Yeah. And so we like to have what we call tags that say, okay, well, this person's interested in this or this person's interested in all these things. And we like to segment people out that way. But the other thing that is really important is that you go into your list, especially if you have, you know, you have access to this data to do it. Even if you have to manually do this, it's super important that you go in and say, okay, how much money have these people spent with us this year? How much money have these people spent with us overall? And then you segment people based on those things. And so, you know, we just recently, I, I think I was talking to you about this the other day. We just recently went in and we actually pulled, okay, this year, 2022, who has spent what? Okay, well, we're going to pull those people and we're going to absolutely stick them into a category by themselves. The top 50 customers are in this list by themselves. Because from a perspective of, you know, what we want to do in the next little bit in terms of, you know, giving them special things that nobody else sees, they've they've earned that right as customers to see those things and nobody else see them or right. at least get a head start on everybody else. And so, you know, that's one of the things that we want to do is we want to actually segment people based on the dollar amount that they're spending with us because, you know, those people are also going to get more free stuff from us. Uh, as time goes on, because they have they have done they have done an amazing thing being yeah. the best customers for us. Well, I mean, so, it's the same thing. Same thing we did in the casino world. Like we, you know, we had our big spenders. We had our we had our our whales that came in, and of course, we're gonna we're gonna do everything we can because we want them to stay in that tier, right? So we're gonna right. we're gonna get we're gonna incentivize them. We're gonna do different things. We're gonna give them free things when we can. And you're, you're gonna do all the things you can to keep them in that same space that they're in. Exactly. And so from a segmentation standpoint, yeah, I think one of the one of the big mistakes that I have made in the past and that I no matter how much I try, I always think I'm making this mistake, uh, you know, because I think you can always keep segmenting down, but it's to segment down and to not just blast your entire list um, you know, with every single thing that you're doing. I've definitely made that mistake in the past. It yeah. is 
segmenting your list down and making sure that when you are sending a message out, that it's actually relevant to the person that's getting it. Um, From a position of, you know, deliverability to just when somebody gets something from you, do they actually want to open it? You know, that's it because you absolutely can overdo it with somebody if you're sending something out to them that doesn't really matter to them. And that happens enough times they start to become blind to what you're doing or maybe they unsubscribe. And so I, I think that's the key is it's it's build the list. The money, you know, very simply at the top level, the money is in the list. Sure. But it's hiding in there. Yeah. You have to reach out. You have to talk to them. Um, but from there, you got to start segmenting them out. You know, another line in that that I think is super important is I think it's incredibly important for, for businesses to have what we call a lead list versus a customer list. Yeah, so what you does know? that mean? Yeah, um, a lead list is going to be a, a list of people that you know are interested in the, in the topic that you're talking about, but they've not spent money with you yet. So, you know, they've, they've raised their hand and said, I'm kind of into this. I'd kind of like to know more about this. I, You know, this this fits me, but they've not really crossed that threshold of you know, actually pulling out their credit card, you know, pulling out cash and spending money or walking through the front door. And so those kinds of lists are important because your job with those kinds of lists is putting the kind of information in front of them, putting the kind of broadcast in front of them that get them to that first thing. And man, I don't care if it's a dollar that they have to spend with me. It doesn't have to be expensive. I just want to do something to cross them over the threshold of I spent money with them. And so a lot of, you know, a lot of what we target with the lead list is how do we get them to cross over from lead list to customer list? Hmm. And what specifically needs to be said to this group to get them to that point? Now, when you get your customer list, that's a completely different conversation because those people have spent money with you. Right. But, you know, if if you do nothing else, what are you giving away that's easy to consume to people for free? You know, hmm. on this podcast, there, there's something that like literally there's a commercial that runs every single time that you can go get something for free from us. Simple. But there's yeah. also something that's running that you can go pay us a little bit too. And so we have different ways that we lead people into our funnel. And depending on where you are in the funnel, the behavior of how we interact with you is different. So, right. you know, I, I think it's important to segment those two things and really think about that. And, and what's cool about this is almost every business owner or entrepreneur that I know out there, when you really think of it that way, you're not going to mess that up. You, it's not hard to think about how to talk to the two different audiences, even if you do it different than what we do. But the key is, is just really being aware. I had, At the very least, I have a lead list and I have a customer list. And I have to speak to those lists differently. And you know, this list over here, the lead list, is just getting trying to get them to the customer list. The customer list is just trying to get them to come back and spend more money with us over and over and make sure that we're providing a good experience. Right. Right. Well, and something that, I mean, obviously we, we, we talk about this a lot and have since uh, early 2020 with, cause the entire world got rocked and, and completely shifted by a little thing called COVID. And, uh, yeah. and we, and you, you and I have talked about this several times with, with our group of, of, of folks and, and talked about how important it was to navigate that time and the way to do it was by using a list. So talk a little bit. Of, I, I know you specifically in your business used your list and capitalized on that list to kind of help you stay afloat during that time. So, And I know there's a lot of businesses out there that did that, and there's some that have fallen by the wayside because they didn't have that list going. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, everything changed. It, it was it was just at a moment's notice. I mean, it really, like we saw it coming, but we didn't really see it coming the way that it came. And there were businesses out there that that, I mean, 
for a while, we didn't know if they were shut down or not, if it, what they were doing, how they had modified things. The really, really good businesses got into their emails. They got into their SMS list and they sent out something that said, this is our open hours now. This is our protocol now. Yep. We're still here. We want to serve you. Like, you know, I, I remember I went from a lot of cooking at home to a lot of takeout. Yep. Um, but you never could for a while. You you had no idea who was still open, who was doing what, what their protocol was. It was curbside, delivery only. Like, there was no... You just knew you wanted to support them, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I was the same way. Right. It, but it was very difficult. And, I mean, I remember having to dig, you know, for a lot of my favorite places to be like, okay, how can I still be there? Um, because there was no correspondence. And a lot of those places shut down. Yeah, that's all there is to it. They had no way to reach out other than really expensive advertising, and the money had dried up anyway because there all of a sudden there was a dip in business, and so <laughs> there was no way for them to pull that off. And the the real key thing here is when the people that had a list were able to get the message up and said, "This is what we're doing. It may change tomorrow, but we'll let you know right here. So be on the lookout for stuff from us. And yeah. we're also, by the way, we're also going to keep things really updated." on our Facebook page. So if you want to go follow us there, we're going to try to keep it updated here, but you can always come back here. And so the level of fast coordination, you know, being able to turn on a dime when you have a list is, is always there. It's always there. Um, Now they could shut your Facebook page down. They could shut your website down if you're hosting with somebody else. But if you have an email list that, you know, you own that list, you can move it from provider to provider and you can do a lot of things and you always have control of, Hey guys, we got something happened over here, but we're over here now. And Mm -hmm. it really is insurance. It's disaster insurance for all the things that can come up. Like, you know, a global pandemic that snuck (laughs) up out of nowhere Um, that we probably should have seen it coming, but we didn't. And, you know, now I think everybody's a little more aware, but I think there's still a lot of people out there that are like, okay, what do we do if that does happen again? Build a list. And that is always the answer that I give people. Yeah, well, and that's, I mean, this the whole, this the title of this freaking episode is why these nerds, why you, why me, why all of our fellow marketers out there in the world consistently talk about the importance of building a list. It's so that you can be prepared for those events that happen that are going to rock you and completely shift everything in your world because, uh, you know, it's going to, it's going to happen again. It might, it's going to be, it's going to come in another form besides COVID probably, but it's going to happen again and we're going to have to be ready for it. And the best way to be ready for it, I think what you're talking about is it makes a lot of sense. Well, and you know, I think if I can leave, uh, you know, if I can leave people that are listening to this with anything that, you know, are peeping in on our conversation here, it's, it's not hard to think about with whatever industry you're in, something that you can give to people that puts them on the list. If you have a business right now, you probably already have their email address. Do something with it. Put it into some sort of autoresponder that you can do something with. You know, if that's customer engine, I'm, I'm super happy. We absolutely can always <laughs> jump in on that. But it doesn't matter to me. It's like, but really have that built in so that no matter what comes up, you're there. I have people that once they started putting these things into a database, their whole business shifted. You know, they were doing one thing a lot, but then all of a sudden their list started driving the majority of their revenue and that that's where they lived. And mm-hmm. so it's, you know, if, if you're in a spot where you're like, I just can't seem to get over the hump of this revenue stream. You know, I can't get any more good months, bad months. You know, it, it's, it's right around here. That's all you got to do is start communicating to your people through SMS or email or even snail mail, man. Like yeah. use that database to really start reaching out to people a little more. Those things will pay off um, 
you know, just over and over and over again. And this, you know, anybody that says, you know, Ben, you talk about two xing, three xing my business, what I've been doing from month to month. How do I do that? This is it. That that's this is the one thing that if you start doing this, you will see your business two, three x. Just make sure, and this is my one caveat to this: make sure you're prepared for that because this literally is what does it. And if your staff's not ready for a two, three x, um, if you're not ready for a two, three x, it, it becomes a problem. So. Well, I'm sitting yeah. here laughing. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about your Facebook post the other day where you're constantly getting barraged by people that are like, you know, I need to learn this graphic design skill or I need to learn this, this, and this. And you're like, no, you don't. Just build a list. That's it. Build a list. That's what you need to be doing. <laughs> uh, you know, it, whether it's restaurants, whether it's, you know, online businesses, it doesn't matter what it is. Like the number one task every single day is you probably already have a list. Just use it. And if you don't yeah. have a list, start thinking about how you can build that list. And when you have that, that is, you know, 80-20 rule of all the things you could do. Where do you get the most bang for your buck? It's build a list and at least once a week, say something to that group of people and let them know what's going on in your business. And you'd be surprised at just how effective it is just to be like, hey, we're still here. You don't have to have a gift. I give a discount. Just be like, this week we're doing this. You should come in. And and it works. It works. So that that's the strategy. Yeah. And then you're living in this place where you're sitting at a coffee shop or you're sitting at the pool or you're, you know, sitting on a beach somewhere and you're sending out an email, you're sending out a text message to a list. You know, you're using these tools that you have at your disposal while you carry on your life that you want to live. That's, I mean, that's what, that's where it comes down to leveling up in a major way. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, that's, that's the ball game. That's, you know, we want to talk about money in the list. That's what it's all about. It's, it's right there in front of you. You probably already have it. Just go use it. Absolutely.